Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Saturday Night at the Movies. Uh, if you're counting with us, we're on episode 25. That's one quarter of a hundred. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. So, joining me, as always, is the lovable Kate Phoenix. Yeah. And also joining us is that very lovable grouch, Mr. Meathook. I'm not wearing pants. What else is now? If you're wondering where the episodes are coming, if they haven't come out by the time this uploads, um, spoiler, they're uploaded already. Yeah, Serious it, technical issues. Yeah, major technical issues. Um, we're just going to chalk it up to Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> <laughs> Blame them for everything. Blame them. Like, seriously, we were good up until... Up until they wanted to get the band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all hell broke loose. As soon as they fucking blocked uh, Shark Exorcist on YouTube, everything's gone to shit since then. Yep. We are going to try and work on it and get stuff back rolling as quickly as possible. I think I'm just going to drop them all at once, honestly, just so we don't have to deal with it anymore. I even had someone ask me, that they're like, is Saturday Night at the Movies over? I was like, no, it's not over. It's just having some serious technical difficulties. <laughs> we should I'm put a disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah. Like disclaimer, folks. Um, we went to Sunday night at the movies. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, I, I've been listening to this uh, new podcast I started today. Uh, it's called Super Spoopy Podcast. And, I have heard of it, and I gotta tell you, I am absolutely in love with it. Well, thank you, Brian. It, it is so funny. I need. I still need to listen to. It. I'll probably listen to it tomorrow while I'm working. Shh. Episode one's out. Episode two's in the can. Just got to get edited and uploaded. Yay. Yeah, I bet you get it done a lot quicker than we do. <laughs> well, especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I want to know, like, I, I'm guessing you just did everything through Anchor rather than. Uh, no, I actually did it through uh, iMovie and then I converted the video file into an uh, into an MP3 and uploaded it to Anchor that way. Huh. Which is what I've been doing anyways, except I've been sending those audio files to you for you to upload. And it wasn't working. So I don't know. It stopped working. So I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I'm frustrated. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, housekeeping in the in the live stream. I don't care. <laughs> yep. Once again, Ice Nine Kills fault. Just saying. Don't <laughs> yep. joke and don't sue us. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll just get started with our recent watches. Oh, can I share one more piece of news real quick? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, as of this, well, by the time this drops, it will already be happening. But as of this coming Saturday, what the hell? What the hell will this Saturday be? The date? A day? Oh yeah, the last Hold Saturday on. of September. <laughs> On the twenty sixth. Okay, as of September twenty sixth, my Mister Meat Hooks shitty video reviews will be featured not only on my channel, but they will also be appearing on Other Worlds TV Roku channel. Yay! Mm -hmm. As, like you know, like let's say a movie ends ten minutes early, and I got a ten minute view. They'll they'll plop the review in there. That's awesome. Yep. So exciting. Our boy going global. Pretty much. I mean, it's not a huge channel because I mean, it, let's face it, it's a Roku channel. Most of them aren't that big, but they do have an audience. Yeah, but if you haven't noticed, all the smart TVs are now Roku's. Exactly. Um, since we are broadcasting, because I totally um, they are now following us and everything the guys over at horror uh horror apocalypse podcast 
No, I'm saying it wrong. But I was on with them the other day, and that was really awesome. They're really cool. So they are now following us as well, and I've subscribed back to them. Awesome. So I wanted to just give a shout out to them too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Getting that Bring networking all going. The way around. Yes. I know. Love it. So so wait, we're we're following them on our page, right? Um, I have to follow them on our official page, I think. Eek. Okay. I don't know how to do that from this thing, but whatever. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. But we will subscribe. We will make it happen. Yes. Oh Hurts. yes, there will be blood. <laughs> Not this year. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No? No. No. Sorry. CDC says it's not allowed. Actually, I haven't even read their guidelines for Halloween. All uh, I know is it's bullshit. Oh, they're saying the to just do nothing. The, the CDC doesn't run Halloween. My county's official guidelines are trick-or-treating is not recommended. They huh. did not say it's no. Nothing. They yeah. said it's not recommended. So they're saying go ahead and do it if you want, but we're saying don't. Yeah. So am I still going to have a bowl of candy? Damn am straight. I, yeah, I am. Exactly. Am I yeah. still going to be outside wearing a mask and gloves, handing out candy? You're goddamn right I am. So it's like speed limits, the recommendations. Right, but no one's going to pay <laughs> attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's 15 down my residence street. Okay, I'll do 50. Fun times. All right. So who's going to lead us off for recent watches? I don't, Not have, a lot, so I don't have a lot, so I'll go first. Okay. I don't oh, either. I, I don't either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched um, a wild eye movie called Life Form, which, judging by the cover, is like. Uh, like a mimic or splice type, not mimic. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, want Natasha, don't want Natasha Henstridge. Species, species. It's, uh, yeah, it's judging by the cover, you think it's something like species or mimic. I'm not, god damn it, not mimic, splice, 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 but it's nothing like either one of them, and it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's fu- like the majority of the shots are out of focus. The CGI was literally done in Blender, and I know that because it's in the credits. Which would be okay if it was like, you know, a $2,000 movie. But the budget, the movie has a, a, a proclaimed budget of a quarter million dollars. Damn. So do, doing your CGI in Blender is not okay when you're doing, when, you're, when your budget's that big. When you've got a budget? Yeah, when you've got a budget, exactly. You don't do your CGI in Blender. You actually hire someone to do it. But the CGI is awful. The acting is awful. The dialogue is awful. <sighs> For some reason, there's so many lens flares in there that J.J. Abrams would be like, dude, stop. <laughs> well i mean to be like, fair he got from michael bay stuff so. but uh, but i'm saying like there's so many that like there's a scene where they're walking through a dim stairwell and there's lens flares in that stairwell damn so yeah um also like the cardinal mm-hmm. crime it's fucking boring and it's almost two hours long uh, i already forgot the title of the movie life form it's a wild eye release life form that's right that says it all wild eye but Wild Eye has, you know, I mean, yes, they're very hit or miss. They can be really, really, really bad, or they can be at least a lot of fun. This one was not just bad, it was boring, too. And to me, that's like the biggest crime a movie can have is being boring. Being boring. Like Hereditary, for example. <laughs> wow, I didn't think that was boring. Like, I thought yeah. it was okay, but I didn't think yeah. it was boring. I thought it was boring. All right, so hereditary, adding it to future episodes. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> just, just add. Start. We'll start adding Bloomhouse movies, Brian. That's what we'll do. Yep. God. And then the one other movie that I watched, was well, um, I can throw in Karis Hell because I watched that for the Super Spoopy podcast. 
Love Carous Hell. Always recommend it. It's one of my favorite indie movies from the last five years. And then watched a 2020 release called Jack in the Box, which the movie wasn't fantastic. Thought it was kind of predi- like the ending was kind of predictable. But the clown that's in the Jack in the Box is like a top five creepy ass clown. So there's that. And where can we find Jack in the Box? Uh, Jack in the Box is on Prime. All right. I like creepy clowns. Possibly other places too, but Prime is where I watched it. If I had to guess, it'd probably be on Tubi. It seems like a lot of of stuff that's on Prime is on Tubi. And yeah, that's my three watches. Yay! Yay! Um, So I can go next then. So the first one that I watched um, is The Rookie. I only have two of them, so woohoo. The Rookie with Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen, which was really fun. It's like a Bud Eric is a buddy cop movie um, where they become partners and just like the movie sounds, he's a rookie and it follows that, you know, stereotypical path, but it's a lot of fun. And then I also watched a wild eye movie, but this movie, the more I've thought about it, the more I really, really, really like it. I highly recommend it to anybody. Go into it without looking up anything on it. Um, it's called The Forest of Lost Souls. And I will say it's, um, I think it's Portuguese. And it does have, uh, yeah, and it um, is in black and white. So it's an mm. art house film. Okay. But highly, highly, highly recommend it. So I went in blind. Uh, Eric refused to tell me anything about it. And I'm really glad that I went in that way because I feel like I appreciated the movie a lot more. And I wish I could say more, but I don't want to give it away for anybody. So if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Um, it's probably next to Cat Sick Blues. It's probably my favorite Wild Eye release. Cat Sick Blues is that's a movie. That is a movie. And, and I'm not saying that like a lot of times when I say that's a movie, I'm saying that as a negative thing. The less you know about Cat Sick Blues going in, the better. Just like you said yeah. about this one. I also went into Cat Sick Blues blind. Actually, I, most movies I try not to look into anything because I don't want to have any like preconceived notions about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cat Sick Blues, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch that one too. So it's, but yeah, Forest of Lost Souls though, really fucking good. So that is it. That is my my lovely two watches. All right. Okay. I guess that just leaves me with yes. my uh four watches <clears throat> so um the first one i have is called another evil and it is on shutter and essentially they take the haunted house story but mix it horribly mix it with the comedic aspect of what about bob <laughs> and it is it's an hour and a half but it's so painful and certain scenes to where the the guy's trying to be funny and it just it's flatlined so and and essentially it ends up being to where the priest is like a fake but he refuses to leave because he's going through a divorce at home and he convinces the guy that all all the ghosts are gone when they're not and then the owner of the house is like oh okay well then you can leave and the guy comes up with the brilliant idea that the owner's son is possessed by the devil just so he could stay. 
and essentially he tries to kill the son. Wow. Yeah. I uh, I do not recommend it. Are you sure? Um. Yeah. I mean, I I gave it two stars. So I was kidding, anyways. <laughs> so from there, because this episode is de- devoted to the classic Universal monsters, I finally opened up my beautiful box set. First, I will say with the box set, there are multiple copies of the same movie in the different sets. The box set is it's just all the Legacy collections compiled into one set, right? Correct. Okay. However, you have movies like um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, mm-hmm. House of Love Frankenstein, House of Dracula. Mm-hmm. There are multiple copies of the right. discs in each right. set. Way unnecessary. But I mean, when they're just compiling the legacy collections, that's how the legacy <clears throat> collections are. If you yeah. buy them all, you're going to get like two copies of seven <clears throat> movies. Well, the uh, if I'm not mistaken, the... The legacy sets on the DVDs were only to that specific monster. Uh, I mean, so like the Dracula set on the Blu-rays has a copy of House of Frankenstein and Abbott and Costello and Abbott and Costello in both the Dracula and the Frankenstein. Dracula's in both of the is he's in both of those movies though. Yeah, but I mean, you could have just like spread it out. And not I'm not saying me, that you're wrong. Not giving me like three discs of one movie. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying like. I see what they did because the, you know, the compiling the legacy collections in one set was an afterthought. Yeah. Which I I think they probably originally intended to release them separately after the box set. And that's why they did them. Only they never did it. At least I don't think they did it. They released them individually on Blu-ray. I have have most, you mean the movies like one movie per per set? No, like the, like the legacy collections, the legacy collections on the Blu-rays. Yeah. Like, by themselves. Yeah, hold on. You mean like this one? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I didn't I, think they released them. I have about half like of them. I want it, but knowing now that it's just com- uh, you know the compiled uh, legacy collections, I'll just get the different legacy collections. Yeah. But going back to it, um, so I I watched the uh, the one that Daryl chose for tonight, um, but then I watched Dracula's Daughter for the first time, mm-hmm. which. Uh, was pretty good. And then I watched Son of Dracula, which had uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Mm-hmm. as Dracula. And that was really good. And then the last thing I got, um, because it is kind of end of September and going into October, I started watching the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Nice. Ooh, those are always fun. Yeah, So because they're all on uh, Disney+. Plus. Are so, they? Yeah. So it, it sucks though. You have to go by season to like find them. They don't have them like, as a collection on there. Y- yeah, there's no collection on there. That I sucks. wish they really would have done that. Maybe with a, maybe with spoopy season coming up, they'll put it on there that way. Yeah, maybe. They, they were supposed to have like a collection of like all the Halloween titles they had together, mm-hmm. and it still hasn't popped up on the website or on the apps. So, okay. well, hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully. So I'm on like ep- episode nine of the Treehouses. So season ten. Yeah, it's like season ten. Because there was no there was no Treehouse episode in season one. Right. So um, I think I'll get to about I think episode fifteen before they start going to shit. I think it's probably about the last one that I saw was fifteen. Yeah, they like they they went really downhill from there. That sucks. Side note: 
Forest of Lost Souls is on Tubi and Amazon Prime. Good to know. All right. Well, I'm going on Tubi right now to add it. I'm really curious as to what you guys think. It's very art housey, but well, I don't really mind art house movies, and I, I don't mind uh, foreign movies. I don't mind foreign art house is really hit or miss with me. Newsweek said it was one of the best horror movies of 2017, and that's a wild eye movie. Well, there is one of my big sources of uh, movie news. <laughs> Did you sense the sarcasm there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Daryl, do we yes. have a midnight movie madness? Midnight movie madness. Uh, yeah. Midnight movie madness is the 2000. Okay. It's the 1991 slash 2019 Todd Sheets produced Zombie Rampage 2. And I say it's 1991 slash 2019 because it was started in uh, 1991 as shot on video as Todd. I mean, I, yeah, I think that one was video. Some of his stuff back then was Super 8. Some of it was Super VHS. But I'm pretty sure that one was like straight up shot on video. It was started back in 91. And then it was abandoned. And for a long time, Todd thought the footage was gone. Like he just didn't know where it was. Then about four years ago, he found the footage and decided, you know what? We're going to finish this movie. But he gave the movie to, oh, I, is it, I want to say, give me just a second. Yeah, he gave it to Alex Brotherton to direct, and Todd just produced it. And they spliced in the original footage in with the new footage. The movie's not perfect. It's far from perfect. It's got some issues, like a couple of times characters die twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, good time. Um, a couple of the characters literally just disappear in the movie because apparently the actors just stopped showing up. As can as can happen with indie productions. Yay for independent film. Yeah, but they soldiered on. They finished the movie, and I mean, it's, if you're a, if you watch Todd Sheets movies, it's got your Todd Sheets players in there, your usual ones. You know, you get, it's got your Dylan Harvey, you got uh, Doug Epps, Anton. and uh, oh, of course, yeah, of course, Anton's in, Antoine's in there. Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah. In fact, I know he's in there because part of one of his shorts. He's in there as Antoine, or as, uh, as why can I not remember the fucking, Derville Sweet. Yes, yeah. Yes, he's, yeah, he's in there as Derville Sweet, which is absolutely my favorite Antoine Steele character. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> They're all fun. Yeah. I recommend it. Again, it's, it's not a perfect movie. It's got a lot of problems. But if you like, like a good, bad movie, you can't go wrong. Throw some drinks down your hole. Light up some green if that's what you lights up some of the devil's cabbage. <laughs> Maybe you know pop some ecstasy. I'm kidding. Don't do that. But yeah, just watch the fucking movie. It's like ten bucks on on Prime. I'm not on Prime. It's like it's like ten bucks on Amazon for for the DVD. Buy it. Shut up and buy it. <laughs> and that is this week's midnight movie madness. All right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, one. I'm sorry. One quick addition. One thing that I think is fun. Like the second time I re- the when I rewatched it for the first time. I said, you know what? I'm going to see where if I can figure out like the old footage and the new footage. And some of it was pretty easy because as someone that watches you know, all of Todd's movies, so I know who his Todd Sheets players were back in the 90s versus the Todd Sheets players now, which except for Antoine are completely different. And then he brought back Bobby Westrick for Clownado, who had done a couple of movies for Todd in the 90s. But it's easy to like, it's easy to tell some of the older footage because it's got people in there that, ha- that according to that movie, haven't aged in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm done. 
Kate, did we have anything coming or slot this week? Yes, we did. <laughs> so now it's time for the, the segment, What Came in Kate's Slot? Yay! Um, so we split these here by who released them. Cool. So the first one is Mother with Jennifer Lawrence, which I've heard is really good. I've heard so very mixed I, reviews. Yeah, I, I've heard good, and I've heard really bad. Yeah, I, I hear it's, it's either a masterpiece or it's a giant seeming pile of shit. There's no in-between. It looks super artsy and weird and dark, and I'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> um, then The Divine Move, Go for Revenge, martial arts movie. We've got, I swear I've said this one before, but I could just have looked at it before, At the Gate of the Ghost. Also a martial arts movie. I did go through these. God, I swear. What the heck am I doing with my life? Okay, let me go through these. Vampire Brook- or Vampire in Brooklyn, which I've never seen with Eddie Murphy. So Love that movie. R.I.P. Wes Craven. Uh, Final Girl with Abigail Breslin. Dead Ant. Oh, that's a fun looks one. really fun. Yeah. I have a feeling I'll enjoy this one. Oh, and I have the same leggings as the dude on the cover. Um, the Domestics. With Kate Bosworth. Kill Game, which the uh, front cover is interesting. Creepy female-like killer. And then Tiger House, which has people I don't know in it. So Let me see the cover. But here. Oh, that's a good one. Is, you've seen this one? Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good, um, what's it, Irish? South Africa. Way off. Way off. Way off. It was, it, I mean, it could be Irish- um, but it says, in association with the Industrial Development Corporation of South Africa Limited. Which means it was filmed in South Africa. Yeah, it was filmed in yeah. South Africa. <laughs> um, yeah, because I swear I've gone... I went Because I went over, I told you about my incident with the Puppet Master, Axis of Evil, getting that complete collection mm-hmm. on accident. Did I talk about Slave Girls? Yes. Yes. Cool. Talisman? I don't remember. I don't think so. That is also Full Moon. Um, Murder Cycle is the last one. Which is a great name. Is that about a motorcycle that kills people? I do not know. Oh, okay. Yes. It kills to live. It is torn into our dimension from the hell of another world. An alien with a mission to destroy the one person on Earth that prevents its immortality. It'll be pretty fun. So yeah, that is what came in Kate's slot. And some of those came in twice, apparently. <laughs> Guess they liked it in there. Definitely so. I have a movie coming that I fucking hope gets here soon because people have started getting it and I'm excited. What movie? Jaws 5. Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. I did order it. I did not get the uh, slip cover, though. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But it's all right. At least I own it. That's well, true. But well, yeah, I got I got it with the Jaws 5 <clears throat> slip cover. So. Um, I did order the They Live 4K. Did you order the, f- the whole bundle? No, I got with the uh, with the figure. But I didn't. Oh, get, but not the soundtrack. Yeah, I didn't do the soundtrack or the um the little bubblegum disc that they give you. Okay. No, you got the important things. You got the movie and the figure. Yeah. So, and I know in uh, about two weeks or so, the uh, Friday Thirteenth sets should be shipping out. Yeah. Yeah i I did we tell you the I, I did tell you guys I finally pulled the trigger on it, right? No. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, good man. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to because I own almost all of them anyways. But like the uncut uh, number two and yeah, just I decided to pull the trigger. 
I can tell you one thing that wasn't a selling point for me was the real 3D uh, Part 3. I was a, They had that on the uh, original Blu-ray they put out, and it's very hokey. No, no, no. That's the anaglyph. The real D, the real 3D is for 3D TVs. Yeah, that, it's one. The um, they come with like the cardboard glasses. No, this is the one. Like, you remember 3D TVs that were really big like 10 years ago? Oh yeah, TVs that no one has anymore. Right, but that's what it is. Oh well, that's pointless. Like I said, I don't care about that because no one, no one has a fucking <clears throat> 3D TV anymore. No, oh, because they all died. And you have to have a fucking 3D Blu-ray player for it too. Yeah, I think it worked on. The video game systems. Don't know. If you had yeah, the, I think if you just had PS4, the, I think. Yeah, because I think it worked on the Xboxes to where all you needed was the 3D TV. No, well, I don't have that. And I'm not going to buy one for one movie. <clears throat> well, you can't get one now, anyways. Well, I guess I could, I guess I'll be buying it for two because I do have Jurassic Park 3D, but it was, I just bought it because it was three bucks and it came with the regular Blu ray, too. All right. Um, I guess let's get into our monster mash. Ah, I'm going to hell. Is it going to be a graveyard smash? <laughs> yep. So will it, will um, it get on the flash. All right. Apparently, Daryl's joining I'm me. Done. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Daryl's joining me. He's riding shotgun. You guys are already going to hell. I don't know what you're talking about. This is true. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, you can't go if it doesn't exist. Thank you. I wasn't going to say it publicly on the show. Just know, disclaimer, I love anyone, everyone, and as long as you don't harm other people, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Um, excuse me, Hell, Michigan. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll go to sure. Hell, Michigan. That's, that's close. That's close enough. I'll go there. <laughs> I mean, where else are you going to find that many double collectibles in one place? It's true. They live off of that. They live off that name, like Santa Claus, Indiana, and uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Live off their names. I mean, I don't blame them, though. I would too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah. So this episode is going to be somewhat different, um, as we <laughs> excuse me, we each chose a different monster that we really loved and wanted to talk about. Like myself, I chose Frankenstein. You chose Dr. Frankenstein? I chose Dr. Frankenstein. Did you and choose his, Igor also? I, I had to choose Igor as well. Okay. I mean, they go hand in hand. Right. Daryl chose Dracula. Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula. <laughs> and uh, the lovely Caitlin uh, chose the Invisible Man, a.k.a. John Cena. <laughs> she chose John Cena, yep. <laughs> wow. No. We're not going with that. <laughs> Fuck John Cena. You know what? Still better than Orange Cassidy. Ha! Suck it. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Orange Cassidy is the best. Actually, Sam Punk is the best. Yeah, but the difference is Orange Cassidy and John Cena. Are, well, I mean, Cena's not really wrestling, but Orange Cassidy is. Yes, he is. If you yeah. want to call that wrestling. I call hey. it wrestling. Hey, you know what? You beat Jericho twice. Just saying. That's because Jericho believes in passing the torch to younger wrestlers. <sighs> All He's right, Triple watched. H, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, see that? No, 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 no. See, there's the difference. Triple H doesn't believe in that. <laughs> I'm going to have the longest match at WrestleMania, and you're going to put me over. I'm going to take 20 minutes to get to the ring. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... And then have a 30 minute match. Yeah. Yeah. When all the other matches are like five minutes because yours is 30. Yep. 
All right. So, um, who wants to lead us off? I can go first. So, I chose The Invisible Man, uh, starring Claude Rains, because he's an asshole. It was released in uh, 1933 and was uh, directed by James Whale, who's also done other creature movies. And, yeah, so if you have not seen this, he pretty much is a prick the whole thing. And that is absolutely what I love about him. He doesn't care about anything about uh, other than changing back into being visible again. And he's slowly turning mad. Uh, the effects in it still hold up really well, I believe. Everything about the film is so much fun, including the fact that there's a great scene where there are a bunch of people in this room and they're being chased around by a dress shirt. Um, I mean, it's the the Invisible Man, uh, Jack, but he, uh, yeah, he's in nothing but his uh, dress shirt chasing people around. My image, like I just picture other things going on as he's invisible because he has to be fully nude in order to be invisible completely. Other things um, going on they couldn't show back in those days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even, or even imply. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he talks about how because he he goes out in the the snow because in the middle of winter he goes out in the snow completely naked and he talks about how freaking cold he is. Um, yeah, exactly. These. These are things I think about when I watch said movie. But he actually was the inspiration for Mark Hamill's Joker, which I think is pretty rad. He, uh, Have you guys actually watched The Invisible Man? Oh, it's been a long time, but yes. Yes, and uh, I did see Blumhouse remake. I, I no still desire. haven't seen it yet. Oh, hold on, I lost I, it. I, I would say I, I liked it. Um, there were the changes they did, probably not the best, but you know, wasn't the uh, Blumhouse one basically just a remake of Hollow Man with the Invisible Man name on it? <clears throat> um, no, because Hollow Man was more Invisible Man than the Invisible Man remake was. Sadly, that's true because it's, it's actually a suit, right? He's not actually yeah, invisible. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a suit that he wears to be invisible. Um, which it pretty much the suit is all um cameras right. built in. Hmm, that's kind of cool. But um. I mean, for the for the budget they had, it was, it, I thought it was enjoyable, but I, I still think the original is king, especially with how violent it was for back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the fact that he freaking knocks over a baby carriage. Who does that? He gave zero fucks about that baby. <laughs> he really okay, well, like I mean, in the thirties, especially that wasn't a taboo thing. Frankenstein kills a little girl. Yeah, it's just that wasn't. They, first of all, they hadn't really set up like what was acceptable and unacceptable as far as violence goes in movies. Mm-hmm. So you could get away with, you know, killing kids or babies or whatever. Well, yeah, and I think I think the Invisible Man has the most kills um, out of all of the the monsters, mostly because he destroys a train, right? And with that, he. Um, yeah, and uh, he essentially goes back to those people other than to get his stuff. When he gets chased out of a town and he goes back to get his stuff, he kills the cop to teach him a lesson. Like, that was his whole thing. He literally just killed him to kill him. He destroyed the train because he could. 
Like he killed because he could, not because not out of necessity or out of like I don't know. Like there's there's something pure evil about his character, but also amusing because he does like to tease them and chase them around. And that the first I remember the first time I watched it, I laughed so freaking hard because I thought the scene, the whole scene setup was just so amusing about this just business shirt chasing people around laughing hysterically and I didn't realize it was Claude Rains like that was his first big role mm-hmm. and for him to essentially do a whole movie where he acted without showing any facial expressions um, he essentially had to use his body and his mostly his vocals I think that you know is fantastic and shows what a great actor he truly was and uh yeah the fact that he just he did not give a single fuck about what he did all he wanted to do was turn visible again and the the medicine or the the drug he was taking did make him go crazy but you know i think you'd like to think he was crazy to begin with and let's see since it was the 30s uh they would probably like if you has to ask people what that drug was it was probably marijuana because you know reefer madness yeah so <laughs> they called it something different it starts with an m Right. I can't but remember was, the name of it. I didn't write it down. It's probably actually marijuana because you know back then marijuana made you insane. You know. I need to. Have, I need to try some of that. Fun. I need to try some of that weed. I know. <laughs> Man, they had must have been laced with shit. Yeah, opium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I he is essentially my favorite monster because I think he is the craziest out of all of them, and I think that he just does what he i mean like he started to just do what he did because he was annoyed with people and i feel that i feel that in my soul i obviously am not going out and killing people though yet (laughs) i like being alive and being free and so i don't plan on it well i was we we talked about hollow man how it always gets made fun of Mm -hmm. um we've we've talked about daryl's favorite uh blumhouse but (laughs) Don't give me that eyebrow. That you're, one eyebrow. <laughs> you're no rock, sir. You're right. I'm much sexier. <laughs> um, Thanks for you... laughing at my face. Appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Listen, you know at least you laughed at my face and not behind my back. <laughs> we do it. I love, buddy. Do it. I love. <laughs> but um, I was like, did you guys ever see or even remember Carpenter's Memoirs of an Invisible Man with Chevy have, Chase? Have not seen it. No. Like they, they pretty much try to take the story and turn it into a comedy hmm. and it, it just bombed horribly. I, I think it was, it, it was Chevy chase and I, I want to say Daryl Hannah. It is. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot of names in it. Yeah. So I know scream factory put it out on Blu-ray. Still would like to, I'd still probably watch it. He's running on a, the run from a treacherous CIA official. So it's the Invisible Man meets the Fugitive? Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Except I think this was before The Fugitive. Well, The Fugitive was a TV show way back when that the movie's based oh, on. Yeah. <clears throat> that now the new Quibi movie is based on. I don't know anything about that. I don't know. It had uh, Kiefer Sutherland in it. Okay. He took over Tommy Lee Jones. Hmm. It's actually it's a remake. But it's like done in like nine minute segments okay because that's how 
Quibi decided to work for whatever reason. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, anything else on Invisible Man? I think I'm good. Oh, um, I think also what's cool though, I think it's H.G. Wells that made a deal with Universal that it would be closer to the book. So the playwright had to actually go through and make sure to find a copy of the book. Yeah, I think that's how H.G. Wells did most of his works. Including, including uh, the worlds. That's the way it should be. So, but yeah, it, he's just a badass. So yeah, that is all I have. Does that make it my turn? Yes. Sure. Okay. So I chose for my monster a monster that is neither my favorite universal monster, that's Gilman, nor my favorite vampire. I chose Dracula. My favorite okay. vampire. My favorite vampire, just for to throw it out there, Dracula is actually my third favorite vampire. My first one being Count Von Count from Sesame Street. And, I can respect that. And my second one being Count Orlock from Nosferatu. Okay. Which essentially is Dracula, but it, I, I think it's a better it's movie. I would say, yeah, it's a German version yeah. of Dracula. It's a German impressionist version of Dracula that technically shouldn't exist anymore from a legal standpoint, but it does. So at least there's that. thought you were going to say Radu. Oh, from uh, Subspecies? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a big fan of those movies. What? I'm, I don't have anything against them. I'm just not a huge fan. Like, I'd rather watch Near Dark. Because uh, that's an awesome movie. It is. It's the best vampire movie from 1987. Suck it, Lost Boys fans. Wow. Starting a war. <laughs> I know. We're really getting into it on this uh, episode. <laughs> Already brought up religion. <laughs> or yeah. lack thereof. Yeah. Now we're bringing yeah. up the, the Lost Boys versus Near Dark Wars of 2020. Well, the, war that doesn't, the war that didn't <laughs> exist until just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Dracula is from 1931, directed by the great Todd Browning, who unfortunately uh, didn't do a lot after this because he did Freaks and barely was able to find any work after he did Freaks, which is sad because that movie's also fucking fantastic. It really is, but you got to think of how long it was banned right. because of the subject matter. Mm -hmm. But it's still a fantastic movie. But Dracula is a fantastic movie, obviously, about Count Dracula going to London. And meeting Jonathan Harker and you know all those guys, I want to say Dwight Fry's fucking rendition of Renfield is fucking amazing, and it's really a shame that he didn't live too long after this movie was made. He in 1944 he was riding a tr uh, riding, it was either a train or a bus back from the movies with his son, and he had a heart, had a heart attack and died right there. That's so sad. At only 45 years old. Wow, that's terrifying though. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're exactly. That's terrifying. I'm 45. <laughs> 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 but uh, as much as I love Dracula I think it's one of the better vampire movies out there I would argue that the Spanish version is actually even better I, I won't even argue that Spanish version is easily better I still I mean, have yet to watch it yet okay well if you, if you ever end up with the, the, the box set or even the just the Dracula legacy collection it's on there also as uh, I believe that's one of the special features right yes Yeah. you have there. to go into you have to go have to into go the, the special, special features, on, features. Disc, on, on the Dracula disc. So what box set is this? Because I have a box set yeah. that has all of them with it. The one that's got like all 30 movies? No. It'll be, okay, no. if you get the Dracula Legacy Collection, the one that I showed, um, it's on there. But the Spanish version, it was filmed on the same sets, 
But instead of filming during the day like they did with Dracula, they filmed at night. Oh, that's cool. Which was actually kind of common back then. A lot of, you know, for uh, release in like Spain and Mexico, they would do that. They would just recycle the sets when they were done filming the for the American version and they would film the Spanish language version after that. And basically the sets were being used 24 hours a day. And then they, you know, when the filming was over, they'd strike the set and boom, no, nothing else. Except for the Phantom of Opera set, which they tore down for a fucking Harry Potter roller coaster. That wasn't the only thing they tore down, sadly. I know, but I'm, it was the oldest movie set in the world. It was like 90 years old and they tore it down for a fucking Harry Potter roller coaster. And I guess you could say I'm a little bitter about it. Priorities. Mm. Fucking muggles in their goddamn entertainment. Shame. Shame Don't on you, muggles. <clears throat> now she can kiss my ass, so. But yeah, highly recommend Dracula. Uh, it's among the best. Also, it's not even my favorite uh, Universal Monsters movie. Who'd you All say right. your favorite was? Well, my favorite monster is Gilman, a.k.a. the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. But my favorite Universal Monsters movie is also one of my favorite comedies of all time, and that's Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Classic. It's a fun one. Love that one. I mean, the movie's over 70 years old, and the jokes still hold up now. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you watch jokes from that era, like they're just not funny because they're doing comedy for things that aren't relevant anymore. But Abbott and Costello, like their their comedy's timeless. Side note: I have the classic monsters collect- Universal collection. Okay. Well, if that has Dracula, then there's a good chance the Spanish version of Dracula is a special feature on that disc. That's what I'm wondering because it does have Dracula on it. Yeah. So if you like go into the bonus features, 99% of the time, the Spanish version is going to be yeah. there. Most D- uh, DVD and Blu ray <clears throat> sets that have had Dracula have had the Spanish, Spanish version. Awesome. You should check that one out. It is, in my opinion, actually the better version of the two. Yeah, I've checked out. This is where I'm going to start a war with someone. I do not like Dracula. Like, I, I fall I mean, asleep I, I every said, time I watch it. <laughs> I said that Near Dark is better than Lost Boys, so I know all about starting wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you're starting a uh, nuke war there, buddy. But no, okay, I don't know. I win. It's, it's like an hour-long movie, but yet, other than the Renfield character, there's not much going on. So, like, I'm sure others are the same. I prefer... Francis Ford Coppola's adaptation of Dracula. I actually prefer the 70s BBC version as like, because, okay, number one, like when you look at all the different adaptations of Dracula, there are the B, the 70s BBC version is actually the closest to the book. Not the Christopher Lee one, the Frank, the, uh, Jack yeah, Frank. Collins, no, it's 74. like, it's like Frank Langer, Frank, Frank Langer. Yeah. The, the Frank Langella one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. But it, I don't know. For some reason, I like I like Francis Ford Coppola's take, um, and I, I really love Dracula Dead and loving it. I don't know why. Oh, that's so that's so amazingly bad. <laughs> it's so it, like uh, even with that one with it being what mid nineties, like it's mm-hmm. still so funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, Leslie Nielsen was a comic genius, which is ironic since he started out as a dramatic actor. Yeah. But yeah, Leslie Nielsen was a was a comedic genius, so and it makes perfect sense that even now it would still be funny plus you have that whole mel brooks thing where like he likes to make shit that's so dumb that it's funny yeah mel i mean mel, mel brooks like took the monsters and gave it his own unique twist with dracula done loving it young frankenstein mm-hmm. um he did his homage to hitchcock with high anxiety yep which never gets any love by the way when you look at all the mel brooks movies high anxiety is the one that never gets any fucking love 
Oh, it's so funny, though. I know it is. And it's absolutely also a love letter to Hitchcock. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen that one. You should. Um, Caitlin, your thoughts on Dracula? I, if, so I didn't get to watch it today. I couldn't find the box set for the longest time. Okay. Um, but I, I think I watched it with my dad like a long time ago and enjoyed it. But I do like the Francis Ford Coppola one. That one's really good. Because Gary Oldman's the shit. It's really creepy. Yeah, it had more of the gothic take on it. His hair, though. That, that butt hair, hair that, that hair, That butt <laughs> hair that he's got? Yes, the butt hair. Pretty damn amazing. All right, Brian, you want to talk to us about, uh, the, about Mr. Detachable Penis himself, Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> so, yes, I chose Frankenstein, uh, 1931, uh, directed by James Wales, who also did Bride of Frankenstein. And I, I always tell people that if you're going to watch them, watch them both together because mm-hmm. it, it's one story. Like you can't mm-hmm. just watch one and not watch the other because then you're going to be like, well, that's a stupid story. But you got to watch them both. So but th- the whole reason I love it is w- one, it was the first monster movie I saw. I think it, whatever channel it was uh, AMC, I think um, they would show all of them around Halloween. So I taped them all onto like, I think two VHSs or something. Oh, awesome. Like early, <clears throat> like late eighties, early nineties piracy. Gotta love it. Yep. Only Arr. I didn't sell it. I didn't sell it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's the same as downloading a torrent. It's still illegal. Well, then they shouldn't have made VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we could all we could, we could probably commit a whole fucking episode to like how rampant piracy was in the VHS days. Oh, yes. very like, much so. Still have a bunch of those in my parents' house. But yeah, no. So like Frankenstein is the creator, mm-hmm. where essentially he just wants to prove his life's work. So he wants to prove that you can reanimate the dead, um, which we learned from a few episodes ago ago with reanimator so he creates this monster of multiple dead body tissues he sends his assistant igor uh to get a brain from the lab he was clumsy dropped the brain got an abby normal brain <laughs> abby something <laughs> and um the monster comes to life and starts wreaking havoc i think mainly because he was just misunderstood like he didn't know what he was doing. He was a essentially he was a toddler mentally. Mm-hmm. So, but th- that's like kind of the thing is the creature himself is just misunderstood. And I it's think the that's people that are monsters. Yeah, it's the people yeah. that are the monsters, and it, it carried over with Bride of Frankenstein to where you know the monster has learned you know people bad, mm-hmm. and he exacts his revenge on. Frankenstein himself saying, you know, you did this to me. You need to make me a companion or I'm going to kill you, essentially. Right. So and that's how we get our bride. And the only difference is that the bride couldn't take it. She freaked out instantly. So I know people always put them together, but <clears throat> she was terrified. She mm-hmm. she was. And, you know, and at that point, you know, Frankenstein, you know, he says the classic line, we belong dead. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just the whole story. Like, it's a tragic story, but there's also a little love story in there 
and you know a story of how sadly it still holds today to where how we treat other people to where humans can be the biggest monsters in the world we fear what we don't understand that's right so that, that was my whole love for frankenstein and i have a giant collection for frankenstein bride of frankenstein and it will always be my favorite monster i always feel so bad for him yeah i mean it wasn't his fault he killed the kid i mean he just wanted to play and the kid freaked out on him yeah so he he threw her into the lake (laughs) there you go yeah i must say i have the uh, reaction figures i got posters i got they're like the soda pop bottles like back in the day Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm But they have like the designs of Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein on them. That's cool. So what what are your thoughts on Frankenstein or any of the other adaptations of Frankenstein? Okay. I really do enjoy Frankenstein. It is one of my favorite Universal Monster movies. But, and this is just, you know, be, and I grew don't get me wrong. I like, I grew up on Universal Monsters, but this is probably my third favorite adaptation of the Frankenstein story with my first being reanimator fuck you it's a frankenstein movie (laughs) (laughs) it really is i mean it is and my second favorite uh being friday the 13th part six jason lives fuck you it's a frankenstein story he even gets he even gets resurrected through electricity yeah and tom mclaughlin will tell you that it is a frankenstein movie just happens to also have jason in it as the frankenstein monster i was a did you like the uh kenneth brenna one with uh robert de niro I've only seen it once, and it was like right after it came out on VHS. I really don't remember it. Okay, because th- that one essentially was like they they took the two movies and put it together to create okay. the story. Yeah, Which I don't is, think I've ever watched. That like one I, either. I know that I've seen it, but I there's hardly any of it that I remember because that came out what like the early nineties. Ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. So ninety four or ninety five would have been the last time that I saw it. So it's been a couple of years. I like him in the Monster Squad. Oh yeah, he would, the the one time to where you know they tell they teach you like if you you know don't freak out around him he can be okay. He'll yeah. even say bogus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And don't forget the Wolfman has nards. Yep. Wolfman does indeed have nards. And I'm gonna get so much hate for this, and it's probably because I didn't see it until my 30s. I don't like Monster Squad. What? I didn't see it till my 20s, and I, I love I it. don't like it. I feel like we're missing a brand of, of kids' horror movies like we had with uh, Monster Squad. I feel like they need more of that today. Oh, they definitely do. I, I keep... We got scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, and then, I mean, I guess... Well, I would say you... that one there is probably actually like a little bit too dark as like something to, to throw a 10-year-old in front of. It was PG-13. I know. But a lot of 10-year-olds might not be able to handle that. Yeah. These kids are playing. You could throw a 10-year-old in front of Monster Squad and they could watch that. Yeah, Yeah, or Paranorman. Right. Kids are playing Call of Duty saying, fuck. They'll be okay. Kids are playing (laughs) Call of Duty saying, I'm going to fuck your mom. But yeah, no, Monster Squad was good. Um, I would say growing up, there was the Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein. We talked about uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. So the there are plenty of plethora Frankenstein stories out there. I own several of them. Many of them I've gotten from Dollar Tree. <laughs> seems like I don't know if that's I, good or bad. It seems like every time I go to Dollar Tree and they have movies, they have a different adaptation of Frankenstein. 
and I get it. <laughs> I, was, I, I know Asylum released a lot of Frankenstein movies. Yeah. I want to say also Frankenstein's Army is fucking great. Is that the one where it's... Uh, I think I watched that one. Frankenstein's Army is great. Army of Frankenstein's, not so much. There is a difference. <laughs> Huge. Oh, let me see which one it was. Frankenstein's Army, though. Yeah, 2013. Yes, I like that one. It's a cool-ass uh, monsters. Mm-hmm. That one was rad. What the fuck? Now I got to see this. There's a movie from 2000 called ni- 2019 called Frankenstein's Monsters. Monster, comma, Frankenstein. Oh, it's a short. God damn it. Oh. Which means it'll probably never really get dropped anywhere. Probably not. Oh, well. Since we talked about our three monsters, uh, what other monsters do you guys love? Like, for me, I love Wolfman. I love uh, Gilman. All of them except for the mummy. The mummy's kind of boring. Yeah, I, I kind of preferred Hammer's version of the mummy. Yes. Or even Arnold Vosloo's mummy. Universal's mummy. Like and if I, I did, I, I don't remember it. Like yeah, the I, I like Karloff mummy, just not that great. See, I like Boris Karloff's mummy. It was all the ones after that that it kind of. Yeah, after that, it was what Lon Chaney or Glenn Strange usually. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Strange was a good Frankenstein's monster, though. I find it weird that Gilman like got no respect back in the day, but now he's like the you know cult classic that everyone has to love. Mm-hmm. I think it didn't get any respect back in the day because it came so much later than the rest of them. Well, yeah, because what? It was like the 40s when it came out? Uh, early 50s, I believe. Uh, let me see here. Come on, Casey. 54. 54. Wow. 54. So, yeah, yeah it was it so significantly long. after all the, like, even though some of the later, you know, sequels or spinoffs that were within the same universe, it was still later than those. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of, probably part of why it didn't get any respect for a while. It was that you know it was now it's at that point where it's just considered like a shitty it's considered a shitty creature feature that kids go to on Saturday afternoons. I mean I'm not saying now, but like in '54 when it came out. Yeah. Now it's the uh, it's the Halloween three of the f- group. Yeah, absolutely. Like everyone was like, oh, the creature, pff, whatever. But now people, yeah, it's really taken its he's really taken his own life in the last ten or fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And. A, could very well help that Rico Browning is still alive and still doing con- uh, conventions. Yeah, yeah I, he, he comes to spooky all the time. Yeah, I would say he's at uh, Days of the Dead in Vegas. I'm so excited to meet him. He's really nice. He also loved that I talked to him about Island Claws because he, I believe, he wrote it. Um, it's my favorite nature muck movie, and he was so shocked that anybody knew about it. If you haven't seen it, watch. You can it. always but you can always tickle someone's friends. butthole by telling them about stuff that no one knows about. Exactly. It's fun. I ha- I thanked him because I absolutely love that movie. Giant fucking crab claw coming from off screen. So great. Uh, Kate, do you have a monster that you love outside of the ones we talked about? Um, I would say probably Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's probably my second favorite film in the series and probably second favorite character or creature. Just because I'm going to ask, just because I see it in the set, would you guys consider the phantom to be an actual universal monster yeah well could he he already had the silent film before the universal monsters were a thing okay but lots of the movies that universal adapted that you know like they're considered by a lot of people to be the original had already been done a lot of them just didn't survive like phantom did i mean a lot of those yeah. early movies 80 percent of all silent movies are lost forever yeah except for what you have phantom you got notes for Atu. Mm-hmm. And Nosferatu was supposed to be lost. 
because Bram Widow's uh, Bram Stoker's widow sued the filmmakers and won, and a court ordered all copies to be destroyed. And they were, it was lost for like twenty years until some copies were found. Movie. Until some copies were found in Brazil. I don't know. I, I guess maybe I would have to watch it again because I haven't seen. Well, I haven't watched the Universal Monster one. Like I, I've seen the uh, the musical ones or the other horror adaptations, like the one that Robert Englund did. I mean, let me ask you this. I, I believe this isn't included in the Universal Monster set, but I personally consider it a Universal Monster. Do you consider King Kong a Universal Monster? Um, yeah, I can see that. He's a giant creature. I mean, he's not based on, you know, classic well, what? He, he was literature like he, the others are. Well, what? He was technically RKO, right? I guess, I mean, in a way, he's up there with Godzilla, but I don't, I don't think I would consider him a Universal Monster. It was made by RKO, but it was released by Universal. Okay. I don't know, because everything I have on the original is uh, Warner Brothers, so... Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, then. No, I mean, because they did have the King Kong attractions and everything. Like, exactly. it was a big stable of Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe they bought the rights to the character. They, they could have. Yeah, so... But, that... I mean, King Kong was all over, too. I think Paramount had some... Universal did have it because they did Peter Jackson's. Mm-hmm. So, but now I think it's back with Warner Brothers because they're doing the King properly. Kong and then Godzilla and Kong, and which so. I still want to see. So, yeah, I mean, King Kong is definitely a, a classic monster. There's no doubting that. Okay, but I don't know if I would like consider it like Universal monsters. That's fair. Any of the others before we wrap it up? Let's see. We talked Frankenstein, Dracula, we shit all over the mummy, <laughs> Invisible Man, Creature, Phantom. The only uh, one we didn't reach Wolfman. on was Wolfman, which I still have not seen. So that is on my to watch list for October. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've seen other adaptations of Wolfman, right? I mean, I mean, any werewolf movie. <laughs> well, OK, yeah, but I mean, you had the Wolfman remake with Benicio Del Toro. I haven't seen it. Nope. Uh, um, you had Wolf with Jack Nicholson. Own it. Haven't seen it. Nope. Wow. Striking out here. It came okay. in horror pack. That's why I own it. I think we've all seen American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. I actually have not. So it's really what? bad. Yeah. But Brian, then I can't I watched... say anything. I can't say anything. I just saw it for the first time last year. But you saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I watch weird shit from weird other countries. You haven't seen The Forest of Lost Souls. Watch it. I added it to my queue. I will watch it. It'll be on my watch list for the next episode. Yeah, I want to hear next episode what you guys think. Or you can just put it in our group chat. Well, where's the fun in that? Yeah. Yeah, so next well, week. Where's the fun in that when we can crush souls live? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I- I'm going to go with you guys probably won't like it. Just because then I don't get my hopes up. <laughs> She's already putting herself in sour mode. Already yeah. getting herself ready for, for letdown. Yep. You can't crush my dreams if they're already crushed. What what? Exactly. I can pulverize the pow- I can pulverize them into powder. Not if they're already in that form. I will you know what? I will fucking add water, make them concrete again, and pulverize them again. Who <laughs> <laughs> says they were concrete to begin with? It doesn't matter. I've restructured them into something tangible and I will crush them again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Side note, there's the cover. Brian, I'm assuming we don't have a hottie of the week. Uh, no, this week we're going to skip the uh, fi- hotties of the week. Just because it, it's too hard to 
right she was just one i mean every single movie had a very gorgeous female lead mm-hmm. all of them all of them nina and dracula oh my god <laughs> just saying although claude reigns is a really attractive man i would pick him sorry i can't see him <laughs> i would i would pick elsa lanchester yeah i mean that that was definitely one of my picks but then mina from dracula i forgot the girl's name and uh Flora. creature Oh, and creature. But yeah, like you said, there's there's attractive women in, in all of them. It's you can't really. It's mm-hmm. hard when you're dealing with a universe like that. It's hard to pick one. Uh, yeah. Julie Adams. So yeah, it's this week we are going to forego the of the week. Okay. Yeah. Claude Rains. <sighs> Sorry, can't see him. <laughs> Might as well rename him to John Cena. Hey, he died, so technically you can. Actually, you can't because he was cremated. Well, he came in the movie, and that's what matters. Any final words? Yes, what are we watching next week? Uh, next week, we are going to go into another foray of anthologies. We're going to do Tales of Halloween. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just recently watched it again, and I, I like it. I, I think it kind of gets flacked on because it came out around the same time as Trick or Treat, and everyone is going Loves to prefer Trick or Treat. Right. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that, but Tales from Tales of Halloween is also very good in its own way. I mean, you say that it came out around the same time as Trick or Treat, but it came out eight years later. Yeah. Did it? No. Yes, yes, it really did. I, fe- I, feel, I feel like I, I saw it around the same time. It's from 2015. Maybe you saw it around the same time. That doesn't mean they're from the same time. <clears throat> Whatevs. I mean, if I see Friday the 13th and, you know, the Bride of Frankenstein in the same week, that could make, does that mean they're from the same time? Depends on which Bride of Frankenstein you saw. <laughs> the original one. Oh, well, you know, maybe it does. <laughs> Maybe you have a time-traveling phone booth. I don't know. You leave my TARDIS out of this. <laughs> uh, I was talking about an actual phone booth like Bill and Ted. I oh, got I your was... reference, Brian. Thank you. Sorry, I was going with a good phone booth. Suck it. I shan't. <laughs> suck it, suck it, suck. So, all right. Well, regardless, we're going to do Tales of Halloween next week. Okay, I'm down with that. I... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I already have my favorite segment or segments so because unlike uh trick-or-treat they don't intertwine right Mm -hmm. so i I think it'll be fun because we could you know we're able to choose the segments that we like so until next time uh rating we rating our movies no that'll take way too long sounds good way too long unless you guys want to rate like 53 movies Oh, you want to do no. all three? I mean, we no. can do all three. Uh, no, I said all 30. All, all 30? No. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> uh, we will get those previous episodes up if they are not up already. Go check out Daryl's new podcast. Please. Um, Go check out Kate's Instagram page. Yes. For information on whatever movies she might be doing next. Yep. Yes. Also my actor page on Facebook. Yes. Yes. That's Kate Phoenix, actor. Yes. Stop friend requesting on Facebook. Uh, dash Follow. actor. Yeah, Kate Phoenix. Yes, dash. Kate with a C A Y T, and Phoenix is not spelled like the bird. No. Yeah. Why is that? Um, it's the Gaelic form of Phoenix. It's like old school Gaelic. Okay. Got but it's symbolic of how she shed her original lifestyle and was reborn from the ashes of it. As lame as it is, that's pretty much it. Boom! I actually knew something. and i didn't know i was totally fucking guessing (laughs) she said that 
oppressive lifestyle that she was brought up in and rebirth herself from the ashes of that person. Well, all right, all right, all right. It does sound cool. There's no denying that. So yeah, I'm Brian. I'm Daryl. I'm Kate. Bye. Bye. Peace.